1: Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with Margaret Tulliv. She is our White House correspondent for Bloomberg News. She'll be giving us a little bit of a wrap-up of last night's debate and find out what's next for the candidates.
2: That's a very interesting question, isn't it, Pim? Let's get right to Charlie Pell in the newsroom. He's got a Bloomberg Business Flash.
0: And I thank you very much, Kathleen Hayes. Thank you, Pim Fox. the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all trading close to the best level of the day. Stocks are advancing after last night's presidential debate. If you tuned in, you know that one of the topics that came up last night was the
1: Federal Reserve. The Fed is doing political by keeping the interest rates at this level. And believe me, the day Obama goes off and he leaves and he goes out to the golf course for the rest of his life to play golf, when they raise interest rates, you're going to see some very bad things happen because the Fed is not doing their job. The Fed is being more political than Secretary Clinton. Well,
0: what about a Trump presidency and the Federal Reserve? Dana Peterson is an economist at Citigroup Global Markets, and she was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television.
2: Well, uh, Mr. Trump has indicated that... um, Potentially, uh, Janet Yellen would not be the second, would not experience a second term. Do we think that she would, he would try to oust her uh, in the first year of his term and also the last year of her term? Most likely not, but we would expect that he'd probably choose a federal gov- governor, um, uh, sorry, a chairperson um, who might uh, potentially uh, handle monetary policy a little bit differently.
0: Delta Airlines studying a purchase of roomier regional jets with a list value of as much as $2.3 billion, provided the company can get the pilots union to accept an overhaul of the small plane fleet. Delta shares are advancing today by 2.8% airline stocks are rallying. S&P 500 index up 13 to 2159, a gain there of 6 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials up 130 now, a gain of 7 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 9 tenths of 1%. The ten-year up seven thirty seconds, yield one point five six percent. Gold down twelve fifty the ounce, dropping nine tenths of one percent. And crude oil, in West Texas Intermediate, down two point seven percent to forty four sixty eight. And now let's take a look at some of the other stories making news.
3: Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer. Experience the 2017 Mercedes-Benz GLC at your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer. It has something. Make that everything for everyone. Go to MBUSA.com for details. President Obama says last night's presidential debate demonstrated a sharp contrast between the candidates. Speaking on, on air with Ryan Seacrest, the president said the encounter shows Donald Trump, in his words, doesn't have the preparation, the temperament,
1: or the core values to
3: be president.
1: I'm admittedly biased. I have worked with Hillary. I know her. Uh, she is well prepared. She's got the right temperament for the job. She's well-respected around the world. She's furious. She does her homework.
3: Last night's face-off delivered a likely contender for one of the year's biggest TV events, but Bloomberg's Bob Moon reports we don't yet know if it was the most-watched debate ever. The initial partial ratings from ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox were up 23% over the first Obama-Romney debate four years ago, which was watched by about 46 million people. According to The Hollywood Reporter, that puts this event on track to be a record-setter or very close to an alternative time high, though it may fall short of the 100 million mark. Those big four overnight ratings don't include PBS, cable, online streaming, or other sources. Those estimates should come tomorrow. The first Carter-Reagan debate in the 1980 election was watched by a record 80 million viewers. Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio. And public school students from low-income families will no longer have to pay a fee to apply to the City University of New York. Officials say the move is part of an effort to encourage more young people to go to college. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Ramey Inocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie.
0: And we thank you. And again, recapping, U.S. equities are advancing. S&P 500 index up 13 to 2159, a gain of six-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's the Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Donald Trump had one job, don't take the bait, but he let Hillary Clinton get under his skin minutes into their first presidential debate Monday night. So writes Margaret Taleb, uh, Bloomberg News, White House correspondent in her piece, co-written with Sahil Kapoor on the Bloomberg Today on Bloomberg.com. Margaret joins us now. You know, it's interesting, Mar- uh, Margaret, because after the the Democratic National Convention, when the uh, Muslim-American uh family spoke about their son who was killed in action. There was a very interesting piece online comparing Hillary Clinton to a very skilled matador who had manipulated the bull in the ring, Donald Trump, to take the bait. Is it your sense, according to your story, it seems it is, that this happened again last night?
4: It's so interesting that you compare the two because I think we are seeing a lot of that uh, today uh, in terms of uh, uh, Mr. Trump's treatment of uh, Alicia Machado, this former Miss Universe contestant who... At the time when Trump uh, owned the Miss Universe pageant, and he was critical of her for weight gain. And uh, rather than kind of, you know, say, hey, that was a long time ago, I, you know, apologize for my statements or saying something like, look, she's entitled to her opinion, let's move on. <laughs> sort of doubling down on her saying, hey, you know, I'm a businessman and it was a big problem. She gained a massive amount of weight. This does have sort of echoes to what happened there with the Khan family, where these are grieving parents, obviously entitled to their opinions, and uh, rather than just sort of let it go, he decided to engage with them and, and, uh, and criticize them for criticizing him. That didn't bode well for him in those days after the convention. Um, You know, and and Hillary Clinton is hoping to kind of take maximum advantage of that today coming out of that debate.
1: Margaret, what are negative emotion words uh, and what and what are they? What are they and why are they noteworthy?
4: They are noteworthy for two reasons. Uh, one is to watch the pace and the sort of propensity uh, with which they're used in a debate and and another is because they give you a sense of how a candidate is trying to win are they trying to sell a positive message of themselves or a negative message of their opponent on both fronts. Uh, what you see from sort of an initial survey uh, of uh, you know the words used last night is that Donald Trump uh, was turning uh, increasingly to negative words as as the debate. Uh, got worse for him. And this is, look, this has been actually a tactic of both the nominees because neither one of them is particularly like beloved by uh, anyone outside of their core base, right? And so they've both found, uh, up until now more success in kind of, uh, dressing the other one down, raising concerns about the other one than in, uh, burnishing their own positive image. Hillary Clinton may have an opportunity coming out of this debate to sell a more positive image of herself, both to the places where she should be strong, like the women's vote, and the places where she's really had trouble, uh, men, middle-class voters, uh, working-class voters, uh, and young people. Uh, she's trying to seize that window mm-hmm. now. Uh, she hasn't had much success until now.
2: You know, Margaret, I just have a hard time figuring out what people really think about who won, and I'll tell you why. For example, uh, our Bloomberg News story quotes a CNN snap poll finding that 62% of voters who watched said Clinton won the debate, 27% for Trump. Now I'm looking at another thing the Drudge Report's online vote, uh, let's see, 80% said Trump won. Uh, if you look at a Fox News online vote, Trump won with 50% of respondents. Is there a definitive poll or polls that we can say, well, this wasn't somehow self-selective in terms of the
4: nation's view of who won, or is it just impossible because everyone's so polarized? Well, certainly when you have, uh, on- online or sort of instant polling, who's participating, you know, matters. It- Typically, it takes a few days for the results of something like this to really settle in terms of how much does it shape people's thinking going forward. The one area where Trump did do very well in the debate was sort of that first 20-minute to 30-minute window where he was going after Hillary Clinton aggressively on her support of trade and her husband's support of uh, trade policies during his time as president. And the idea that that had uh, helped to undercut job stability and wages in in some key battleground states like Ohio and some places that that Trump is hoping to take away from uh, Clinton. Michigan Wisconsin, that sort of thing. if that ends up being what's stuck, you could have i suppose a really sort of uh you know going against conventional wisdom uh look if if Donald Trump is to make key gains in key battleground states <laughs> with Formerly Democratic Working class voters Then none of the rest Of it matters But the problem for him Is that he actually Needs to be picking up states Not just holding states uh, from, from Mitt Romney's Performance in 2012 and, and sort of the general Thought coming out Of this debate Is that although He did well On sort of the trade Jobs, economy issues uh, he, he bungled so many things When it comes to, to Women and minorities and, and kind of maybe Sort of centrist um, Moderate Republicans That he may have Done himself more harm Than good
1: Marcus uh, just quickly here, I'm going to give you a couple states. Tell me your thoughts, because it's Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania and New Hampshire. What is what is common? Democrats are likely to pick off some Senate seats.
4: Yeah, I, look, those are all really interesting states for different reasons, uh, the Democrats, uh, if, it, if it came down to a very close race, New Hampshire could actually be very important and interesting. Uh, Democrats have to think about holding Pennsylvania for presidential purposes. Anything after that is gravy. Donald Trump's betting on two places that I would watch. Look at look at Florida and, and look at that kind of area right up by uh, Michigan and Wisconsin. Uh, for the Democrats, uh, the Senate's great, but the president's in surprise, and that's what it's all about still.
1: Thank you very much. Margaret Tollev. White House correspondent for Bloomberg News joining us from Washington, D.C., home to Bloomberg 991 and 105.7 HD2. You can follow Margaret on Twitter at Margaret Taleb, T-A-L-E-V. This is Taking stock, and this is Bloomberg.
2: Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Play favorites with 14 uniquely styled boutique hotels in the best neighborhoods in D.C., Alexandria, and Baltimore. Visit KimptonHotels.com slash D.C. or call 1-800-Kimpton.